0: Coming up this week, here all about Sarah's trip to Walt Disney World. Welcome to this week's episode of To the Mouse and Back. So it has been a while since I've put an episode out. It's been about six weeks now. And honestly, here recently, I've even stayed off social media. Um, honestly, y'all, things... Are hard and stressful right now. Uh, It's been tough in the Disney niche because there, I mean, you know, there are very serious social issues out there right now. And I know a lot of people use Disney as an escape from a lot of that. So knowing how to handle situations like the Black Lives Matter protests is really, really difficult. However, I thought Shannon from WDW Prep School worded it really well when she said, If we are privileged enough to go on Disney trips, then we also have the ability to help people that are less fortunate to help make sure the world inside and outside Disney is magical. For my own part, I'm going to do my best to make sure that I am amplifying Black voices and minority voices when I can on this podcast and in my social media. And to just spend time in my own personal life continuing to educate myself and my children and just keep trying to be better and do better. Now on the slightly more lighthearted Disney side of things, it is very exciting that we have reopening dates for the parks finally. I know that things will look very different for a while, but there is something comforting about knowing that the parks will at least be opening soon. If you are planning to visit this summer or this fall, please submit your trips. I really want to hear how it goes. And there is a link in the show notes that will take you to the website so you can see all the details for how to submit your trip. It's very easy. I promise. So this week we will hear from Sarah. Sarah went at the end of January and the beginning of February, which I know was a long time ago, especially since we have somehow all aged like 16 years in the last three months. Uh, I did have a recording issue when we first recorded our pre-trip. So what you're hearing in this is our second take, just in case we sound like anything is rushed at all. It's because we had already done it before. However, I am very excited for you to hear about her trip. So let's jump to the interview. Hey Sarah, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course, thank you so much for being on. I am very excited to hear about the trip that you guys have coming up.
1: I'm pretty excited to take the trip.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, before we jump into the details of the trip, tell me a little bit about what is your Disney history?
1: Well, um I started going to Disney with my dad in the 80s when I was a kid. Um and uh I probably went gosh, I don't even know, maybe eight to 10 times with my family growing up. Okay. And then I got married and had kids and we took a break. And um, then about 2013, we started going with my family and um, we've been going ever since.
0: Awesome. Okay. So when is the most recent time that you guys went to Disney World?
1: We were just there over Thanksgiving in 2019.
0: Okay. Awesome. All right. All right. So tell me a little bit about what is your planning style? Are you somebody who likes as much flexibility as possible built into your plans? Are you somebody who likes as much structure as possible built into your plans? Where do you kind of fall on that spectrum?
1: Well, I think I'm a little bit of both because I like to have a general idea of what I'm going to do that day. Like, you know, where we're going to start out. I have fast passes planned. But I also build in some flexibility because I don't want to be like a drill sergeant with my family while I'm on vacation uh-huh. saying, you know, we have to be here because I, I have a tendency to be a little type A. So I don't want to be too overbearing with my family <laughs> when we're on vacation. So, you know, we know where we we're going to start every day out. And I have fast passes scheduled for that morning. But then the afternoons are totally flexible for us most of the time. Yeah. So.
0: Awesome. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's talk about the trip that you have coming up. Who is going on this trip with you?
1: It is my husband and myself and then my two daughters who are 11 and 8.
0: Okay. Awesome. And how are you going to be getting there?
1: Uh, We are flying.
0: Nice. Okay. And when are you actually going to be going? What are your trip dates?
1: We are going uh, January 28th to February 4th.
0: All right. A Tuesday through a Tuesday. How Mm -hmm. did you pick those dates?
1: Uh, They were when I could cash in my free miles for air travel.
0: Nice. Okay. It's always nice to be able to do that. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So where are you going to be staying?
1: We are staying at the Beach Club Club level
0: beach club club level. Awesome. We have done that before. We stayed at the beach club and stayed club level when we went a couple of years ago and it was, it was absolutely fantastic.
1: I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. We've stayed at other deluxes and we've stayed at boardwalk before, but we've never done club level. So this will be our first time at beach club and our first time club level.
0: What made you want to stay at the beach club and what made you want to splurge for club level?
1: Well, when we originally booked the trip, we booked it before any discounts were made available just to kind of get something on the books. And then when discounts came out, it was a better discount for the annual pass holder at Beach Club than there was at Boardwalk. So we switched because we got a pretty good rate for a club level. And um we just we've always wanted to try club level and see, you know, what the fuss was all about and if it was for us or if it's not for us. So we're just checking it off the bucket list.
0: Nice. Okay, cool. All right. So how many park days do you have planned on this trip?
1: Well, we're flying in pretty late the first day and we're leaving in the early afternoon, the day we leave. So we've only got, let's see, six park days.
0: Okay. Awesome, all right. So I'm guessing you're planning to hit all four parks while you're here? Yes. Okay, how did you decide how to allocate your time between the parks? Are there some parks you're spending more time at than others?
1: Well, because we're staying over in um, Epcot on Crescent Lake Resort, we thought that it might be a good idea to kind of allocate our trip, you know, separate it out into two parts the first three days, we're we going to hit um, Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom heavy. Uh, we're starting out our mornings in one of those two parks on the first three days. And then the second half of the vacation, I thought we'll probably be getting a little tired. So it would be good to have them parks, go to parks and hit them heavy that we're going to be within walking distance to. Or we could get on the Skyliner and go to. So it'd be easy to get back and forth from our hotel to the parks.
0: Yeah, that'll be good to get those transportation heavy days out of the way the first half of your trip.
1: Yeah, totally. And that so that's been our strategy for this trip. Usually, if we're staying at a a resort that's not close to the parks, then we just kind of go where we want, whatever, you know. But this time we're trying a new strategy.
0: Awesome. Okay. cool. All right. So looking at all of the parks, let's talk about Epcot first. What are the highlights you're most excited about at Epcot?
1: Well, I'm pretty excited to see the new um, fireworks show, the Epcot Forever. Um, I've heard good things about it. I've heard it's very nostalgic. And being a fan of Epcot from, you know, the 80s when I was growing up, I have a lot of fond memories of it. So I'm kind of hoping it'll be cool and invoke some of those memories that I have so fondly of the park back in the day. Yeah. And then... um, we're, uh, we're trying, um, beer garden for the first time. I just actually made a reservation for beer garden cause I needed one more. So we're going to try beer garden for the first time, which we've never done before, but I've also heard a lot of really good things about. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, Figment, because we can't get enough of Figment, and we love Figment.
0: <laughs> and being there for the Festival of the Arts, there is a lot of Figment merchandise.
1: Absolutely. We've, we've been another time, well, twice, where they've had Festival of the Arts, and it's a great festival. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, too, now that you mention it.
0: <laughs> awesome. Okay, cool. All right. Well, let's talk about Hollywood Studios. What are you most excited about at Hollywood Studios?
1: Well, I'm equally excited and terrified for Hollywood Studios because (laughs) I really want to ride Rise of the Resistance, but I'm incredibly nervous about getting a boarding pass for it. Uh So that we're doing towards the end of our trip because we didn't want to have to devote a lot of early mornings to try to get a boarding pass. Uh So uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm really looking forward to riding that and I'm keeping my fingers crossed that we're going to be able to get a boarding group for it. So... Um, that of course. And then, um, we have an Ogus Cantina reservation, which we've not gone to yet either. Okay. And I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and then, um, Tower of Terror is one of my favorite rides in all of Disney world. So I look forward to going on that every single time that we go.
0: <laughs> now is Tower of Terror, what you used your tier one fast pass for?
1: No, I didn't. Um, I used it for Toy Story Midway Mania. Okay. Uh, My husband, that is my husband's favorite ride. And we have a bit of a competition going on with it. So usually, I mean, we're taking so many trips this year because we have annual passes that last time I did Tower of Terror Fast Pass. So this time we switched them and we're just going to wait in line for Tower of Terror.
0: Well, you're going to have to report back on who wins on Toy Story Mania this time.
1: I've been practicing. Hopefully, you know.
0: (laughs) Okay. Awesome. All right. And then Animal Kingdom, what are you most excited about there?
1: Um, well, we are um, it's one of our favorite parks. We love Animal Kingdom. Uh, we're trying that Restaurantosaurus Burgers and Sundaes uh-huh. um, experience there. And I've heard a lot of good things about that. I've read some positive reviews. So we've never tried that restaurant. So, you know, hoping that it's good, but you can't go wrong with ice cream, I don't think.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah.
1: And, um, and then Everest is a family favorite. We really love that ride. So uh, we always look forward to going on that. And then um, I don't know, we all we're also going to try that um, new uh, animation experience at the conservation station. Okay, we've not done that yet either. Um, it seems pretty interesting. I'm looking forward to, to seeing that.
0: Now you mentioned Everest. Are your kids kind of thrill seekers or are they, you know, still maybe a little not loving those? How do they like those?
1: Uh, They're thrill seekers. My, my oldest, when she was the first time we went, when she was five, she wrote it and was absolutely terrified. (laughs) Um, But my youngest has ridden it since she was five and she would go on it every day, all day if you let her. Uh So they're both fine with it now. I mean, my oldest loves it now, but my my youngest has never had a problem with it. So okay. we we generally really enjoy roller coasters. So,
0: Okay, awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, speaking of roller coasters, the park that has a couple of them, what about Magic Kingdom? What are your highlights you're most excited about there?
1: Oh, well, we're doing um, Disney After Hours one day when we're there. Okay. Um, at Magic Kingdom. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that. I've heard, again, a lot of very positive things. And about, especially about how low the crowd levels are, because, you know, in my experience going the last few years, I mean, it seems like crowd calendars, like even when it says it's going to be a low crowd day, it always feels crowded, you know? And so it'll be nice. I'm interested to see what that really means when people say that there's low crowds. Like, can you like extend your arms in fantasy land and not touch someone, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Like I'm interested to see how good of an experience it is and if it's worth the money. Yeah. But I'm very excited about that. And then we're also trying Liberty Tree Tavern for the first time. Okay. Uh, We've never gone there. And then um, I also am trying a new strategy that I've never tried before with getting because I did not get a fast pass for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and we like that one. But I did get a pre-park opening breakfast at Be Our Guest. So we'll see if that strategy works to try to get back to Fantasyland and beat the rope drop crowds.
0: Yeah. Did you pre-order your breakfast at Be Our Guest?
1: Yes. I always pre-order every time I go there because yeah. I don't want to wait in line.
0: Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Okay, awesome. All right. Um, anything else you're excited about at Magic Kingdom?
1: Well, you know, we that's our, our favorite park. I mean, it's a classic. So just being there, I'm looking forward to the smells on Main Street, you know? Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs>
0: Now, you mentioned that you had a you had a Be Our Guest reservation and Liberty Tree Tavern. Um, are there any other dining reservations that you guys have that we haven't mentioned?
1: Um, let's see. Oh, we're doing Beaches and Cream. Okay. Since we're staying over at Beach Club, we've never tried that before.
0: And is that for dinner or what time of day is that?
1: Um, I did it for like a mid-afternoon. Okay. Like it's about 3, like a three o'clock Perfect. reservation. So. Yeah. And then we're also doing the dinner over at the Wilderness Lodge with Snow White at Artist's Point. Awesome. So that's a new one for us too.
0: Very cool. Okay. Well, it sounds like you guys have a lot of really fun stuff planned. So I am definitely excited to hear how it goes. And hopefully you guys are going to have some pretty decent weather. We're going to be there at the same time as you. So I also have my fingers crossed for decent weather.
1: Yeah, I, especially because, you know, we're staying at Beach Club. I did want to try to get some pool time in <laughs> to try out Stormalong Bay, but I guess we'll see. I'm hoping. I don't know. You're, I don't think you're going to get me in the water if it's <laughs> gonna be like 64 degrees. My kids probably don't care.
0: And, you know, the water is heated. It's just a matter of when you get out of the pool, if you're like sprinting to get indoors because it's so cold. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. And at least, hey, on the bright side, the pool probably won't be crowded. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. The
0: lifeguards will be like, hey, we have somebody to keep from drowning. Finally. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> yeah. But we are looking forward to the pool because it looks pretty impressive.
0: So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That pool is amazing.
1: Yeah. It's got a, the sand just blows my mind. Like, yeah. A sand bottom pool.
0: And there's no creepy clown face slide like Boardwalk has. <laughs>
1: You know what? My kids love that creepy clown Do they? Yeah. I don't know what it is. They're weird, but they love it.
0: Awesome. Well, I cannot wait to hear how everything goes. So we'll talk to you again soon when you get back.
1: Okay. Sounds great. Thank you.
0: All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, Sarah, welcome back from your trip.
1: Hi. Glad to be here.
0: How are you today?
1: I'm good. I'm sad. I'm not in Disney anymore, but I know know. that
0: post Disney depression is real. It is,
1: but I have another trip planned. Well, there you
0: go. That is the only way to solve the post Disney depression or to start a podcast where you talk to other people about (laughs) Disney. Exactly. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I would love to hear how your trip went. So you guys were going to be getting there on January the 28th. So tell me a little bit about how your arrival day went.
1: Well, I think our arrival day kind of set the tone for our entire trip because it did not go as planned. Okay. Um, Our flight was delayed. I'm I'm not sure why exactly maybe weather delays, but it was going to be a late flight anyway where we weren't going to get until 8.30, and we ended up not getting there until almost 11 p.m. Oh. So I'm glad that we had decided we were going to Uber anyway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we... We got an Uber, but my husband was so tired, he accidentally ordered a smaller Uber. And we're not like super, you know, savvy with the Uber technology because we don't use it at home. And Mm -hmm. so we didn't know how to cancel it. So the four of us and our suitcases rode all the way to our resort in a Honda Civic and thought that we were insane. And my kids were arguing in the backseat the entire time. So it was awesome. (laughs) <laughs> and I was giving them looks of death from the front. So. Uh-huh, yeah. Of course. Um, but we did arrive. We made it finally at like 1130. Okay. And, um, you know, obviously our room was ready already. So we just went straight there. I had gotten a text that our room was ready. Um, but we stayed club level this time. Uh-huh. So um, usually, I guess, there's there's people that will, you know, like whisk you away and check you in up in the club level. Um because I wanted to change the credit card I had and everything. But because we arrived so late, I, I had to go to the front desk for that. Okay. Um, and, but then the next morning, when there was somebody at the stationed at the club level desks, they uh, were able to show us around and kind of give us a rundown of everything. So oh, good. Yeah, it worked out, but uh, we just basically went back to the resort and went to bed. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, well, that's good. I'm glad that you were able to at least get some good rest that night.
1: And one thing that was kind of surprising is I sometimes, if any of your listeners use touring plans, I sometimes will do one of the room requests for like a view or, you know, whatever. But this time I decided not to because we just got a standard view room Uh and I didn't put in a request and I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but we ended up getting put in a garden view room. So we got upgraded from what we had actually booked, which was not. Yeah, we had a beautiful view of Crescent Lake and the boardwalk. Oh, that's our- awesome! Yeah, so very cool. Uh, yeah, so that was that was a plus. Nice. Uh, yeah. All
0: right. So then, your first full day, once you hopefully got at least a little bit of rest, what did you guys do that day?
1: Uh, we went to Animal Kingdom.
0: Okay, awesome. How was your Animal Kingdom day?
1: It was lovely. Um, It actually was not too crazy crowded that day. Um, It didn't feel that way anyway over Mm -hmm. at Animal Kingdom. And um, we had Yak and Yeti for lunch, which is a personal favorite of ours. We always have a good meal there. It's kind of a standard of where we go every time we go to Animal Kingdom. Awesome. Um, And we had meant to do the restaurantosaurus burgers and sundays, but You know that's only an evening thing, and we didn't have a reservation until five o'clock and By the time five o'clock rolled around, we were tired oh, so we, yeah, so I ended up canceling it, and we just went back to the resort, okay, so uh we did not get to try that this time, but we did um our fast passes um we did dinosaur and Navi river, and um we uh have we had an Everest fast pass, but Everest broke down Ah, uh, okay. right before our fast pass. So we got an anytime fast pass and Everest was not back up before we were going to leave the park. So we ended up using it on um, It's Tough to Be a Bug, which was fun because that's a good one. Yeah. So.
0: Awesome. OK.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the only other thing is I pin trade. I don't know if maybe your listeners are into pin trading, uh-huh. but I found the best pins of the entire trip. At the um, gift shop you exit on Everest. Okay. Yeah, I I found like four pins I had been seeking out and looking for and they were there. Oh, nice. You know, pin trade board. So, you know, FYI, if anybody's a pin trader that they have a great board over there.
0: Awesome. Well, that's good to know.
1: Yeah. So that was a pretty exciting day. But then we ended up going back to the hotel and swimming, even though it was cold. I, <laughs> I did not swim. But my kids were insane and did anyway. So yeah, yeah, I was huddled with, uh, you know, I got some like extra towels huddling on the, on the pool chair while they were swimming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's such a nice pool there. You know, oh, like, yeah. I, I totally get why your kids wanted to get into the pool.
1: Oh, they loved it. Like they like swimming in in general, uh-huh. um, they swim at any resort we've ever stayed at, but that one they talked about, like, they're still talking about it. Oh, they're good. Loved it. They thought it was amazing. Awesome. So yeah, I, I highly recommend, I mean, everybody says that is the best resort pool on property. And in my experience so far, I would have to agree. It is awesome.
0: Okay. All right. Anything else of note that day?
1: um no I think that's it okay yeah.
0: all right so then Thursday the 30th what did you all do that day
1: we went to Magic Kingdom okay um we had uh, fast passes for Big Thunder Mountain Haunted Mansion and Peter Pan and we did all of those no problem our big thing that day was that we I this is the first time I was attempting to do um a pre-park opening be our guest breakfast
0: okay how did that go
1: well, you know, we did not have the meal plan this time. So I thought that, you know, I would just order for the four of us, maybe two entrees because it's really expensive. Yeah. And um, so we just, between the four of us, you know, they give you the little little basket of pastries. Mm-hmm. And then between the four of us, we split two entrees. And, um, you know, I had like an 8.15 a.m. reservation. It was a 9 a.m. open that morning. And it went smoothly. I had pre-ordered, so we didn't have to worry about any of that. Um, they still kind of took us through the line, and, but it was qu- it went pretty quick, and we just checked out. They confirmed our order, and we checked out and went and sat down. And then um, we ended up getting out and being able to get in line for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, awesome. and we were able to ride that ahead of the rope drop crowds. Perfect. So that it did work out. It did work out nicely in that respect.
0: I think that when we did it last time, we had like a mid-morning reservation at like 10 or 10 30 or something and it was a madhouse. it yeah. was impossible to find a table it took us almost half an hour to get our food oh, but wow. then with this one it was the same we had an 805 reservation and we sat down immediately we got our food within just a couple minutes oh, yeah. and so I think if you can get that like early early an hour before opening reservation and pre-order your food and all of that like then I think you're set for hopefully a great experience but anything other than that is kind of a question mark to me
1: Well and I've found because I make my family eat there at least once on the trip I'm the only one who really loves it <laughs> <laughs> I think do it and we normally do lunch mm-hmm. and I have found I prefer to have lunch like right at 11 o'clock when they switch over mm. because it tends to go a little quicker otherwise you run into issues like like you talked about because yeah. we've experienced that too yeah so. okay um but yeah that was kind of i mean we also were going to eat lunch at liberty tree tavern mm-hmm. but we ended up canceling it we just didn't feel like it
0: okay <laughs> um, what did you end we, up doing for lunch instead
1: uh we just ate at pecos bills okay. instead And um, we tried first to this was a very crowded day Mm. (laughs) and we tried first to um, do uh, the Casey's Corner because we've never eaten there. And, you know, my kids love corn dogs. So, Uh okay, we literally could not find a table like it was a worse trying to find a table experience than when we were there over Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. It was like, you know, survival of the fittest. I mean, <laughs> my, my husband, I think, almost got into an argument with the woman over a <laughs> table that they were both like, you know, stalking. But he said she looked like she was at the complete end of her rope. So we let her have it. <laughs> so, but it was, it, yeah. So we finally were like, okay, I don't think this is worth it. So we just went over to Pecos Bills and had absolutely no trouble finding a table and we uh, mobile ordered. Oh, so, good. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but that's the only, other, yeah, that's the only other thing for that day. So okay, what did y'all
0: do for dinner that night?
1: Uh, we ate back at the resort actually. Okay. So we, um, went to the dinner at the, at, on club level. Um, they have from five to seven, they have, um, like they say light appetizers, but honestly we were able to make a meal out of that. Uh-huh. No problem. Out of, I mean, they had two like really, you know, big dishes and then, other little, you know, like little salads and, um, you know, like one bite kind of things with the, you know, seafood or, you know, they changed it up every day. Uh They had nuggets and macaroni and cheese for the kids. Nice. Yeah. So we were able to, to make a satisfying dinner out of the club level offerings.
0: Awesome. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's it for that day.
0: Awesome. All right. So then Friday the 31st, what did you guys do that day?
1: uh we went back over to oh wait i'm sorry yes we went back over to animal kingdom that day okay so, um we did flight of passage that day cuz i was able to get a um a, a fast pass for it and um we, that's one of our favorites we love it and we ate at we ended up eating at the quick service over there to the satuli canteen and that is probably some of the best quick service food quality wise in, I, I think maybe in all of Disney world, like for quick service, yeah. it's just good. And, um, but we, again, it was so crowded. We had trouble finding a table, you know, we had to, we waited probably, I think like 40 minutes in line to order. Uh-huh. And then, um, and then we had to, I sent, once we got up and ordered, I sent my husband and youngest daughter ahead to try to go find us a table and after about 15 minutes, they were able to find one. But oh. it was, you know, it was honestly just as an aside of this trip as a whole. I think that I have discovered, because we've been a lot in the past three years, and especially, and I think that I have discovered that it just seems like it's busy. It doesn't matter when you go. It's always busy. Yeah. because. To me, honestly, there didn't seem to be a lot of difference most days crowd wise than when we were there over Thanksgiving week. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and this used to be like a super slow time of the year. Yeah. So it was it was surprising even to me because we had we've been this time, but, you know, the last couple of years and it has always it it always it seems to just be getting busier and busier. So and it was really there were a couple of of cl- crowd level 10 days when we were there this time. Oh,
0: well, and I think the the quick service meals and finding a table, that is one thing that Disney does not do well, that Universal yeah. does very well.
1: Oh, really? Mm.
0: Yeah, so if you go to, especially uh, some of their busier restaurants, like the Harry Potter restaurants, Three Broomsticks and things like that, they, what they do, because at Disney, people see that there aren't a lot of tables. So you have one person go wait in line for your food, and another person goes to find a table, and they just grab whatever table they can find, which means that at any given time, a third of the tables are being taken up by people who don't have their food yet. But they know that if they don't grab that table, when they see it, they're not going to get a table. Yeah. So then it just makes the whole problem worse. Well, at Universal as soon as you get your food, you go wait in line and there are attendants who help you get a table and they will have people kind of scattered throughout the restaurant and you'll have a person who you kind of meet and you say, okay, we need a table for four. And they're turning around and they're holding up four fingers. And all of the people who are situated around the restaurant, they're looking around to see, do I have a table for four? If they have a table for four, they hold up four fingers to show I have a table for four. And that person says, okay, you go to that guy over there who's holding up four fingers you go over there they seat you at a table and it is the most efficient thing because nobody is allowed to sit down until they have their food but then you know they have the right number of tables for you know roughly the the rate that they can turn out food so everybody gets a table as soon as they're done and you don't have to stress out going like i don't we can't find a food a table our food's getting cold my kids are getting grumpy like it's just way more streamlined and i think disney could really learn from that
1: Hmm. Well, yeah, because that is, I mean, it is the worst. It's like the Hunger Games. Yes, literally. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, but it was, yeah, it's, it was, it was tough. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, that stresses me out because, you know, like, I mean, obviously I'm a normal person and I love Disney, but you know, crowds kind of stress me out anyway. Yeah. And then, then the added, you know, pressure of having to find a table when you've got all this food that you want to sit down and eat yes. is just it's even worse and yeah that's good to know about universal we've not been there yet so I'll, yeah. I'll have to file that away <laughs> but um we did um let me see we did uh at animal kingdom we did dinosaur again because that's one of our favorites everest because it was working this time uh-huh. and as I mentioned we did fly to passage too Nice. So, yeah. And we walked along the trails too with the animals because uh-huh. my youngest wanted to do that. So we did that that morning. My daughter's got the hair wraps at the, that you can get done at the, at the gift shops when you first, well, when you enter into where the tree of life is. Okay. Gift shops on either side. Uh-huh. And they have these hair wraps that they can do um, that have little, they get to pick out up beads and a charm to go on them. And they just weave them into their hair. So nice
0: that's awesome
1: that but my youngest daughters only lasted for literally like three days
0: oh okay
1: <laughs> but you know so beware because they're kind of expensive gotcha but, okay yeah, they enjoyed it um but then we we left animal kingdom um and probably around like three-ish mm-hmm. and um we had a uh we had the dinner at wilderness lodge at 4 45
0: okay this is artist um, point
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. How was that?
1: It was awesome. It was so much fun. Like I, you know, I feel as an adult person, I feel a little weird in character. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but
1: but um, these were, I mean, my kids really loved it. And the theming, I mean, I had never been to artist point before, so I don't know what to compare it to. But mm-hmm the theming was i mean they have like trees inside with twinkle lights and mm. you know i mean it really feels like you're kind of in the woods like it feels like it could be something in the snow white kind of universe you yeah. know and um but the best part was meeting the evil queen uh-huh so good and at the end of the meal, like they give you, um, when you're done, they give you a card to take up and get in line because you don't meet her until after you're finished with your food. Uh-huh. And you get in line, give them the card, and then you go up and meet her. And they have a photo pass for pro- photographer there to take your picture. And before us, a little girl was there dressed up as the evil queen. Mm. <laughs> and the two of them taking pictures together was adorable. Aww. It was the, the whole trip. But the Evil Queen was good. She was scary and intimidating. So, (laughs) (laughs) but and the food was was very good. I thought too. Good. So we enjoyed that experience quite a bit.
0: Awesome. Okay. What did y'all do after dinner?
1: Um, Well, then that night we had a big day. This day that night we had the um, uh, the Disney after hours at Magic Kingdom. Okay. That so we you know we have. you can they let start letting people in that just have a ticket for that event at seven p m but you know since we have um annual passes with park hoppers, we just went over there after dinner, it was a little bit before that okay and um, we were able to go in and get uh, they give you you have to go check in and they'll get uh, starting at seven and they give you a wristband that denotes that you're there for the after hours event mm-hmm. And then we just kind of started in Tomorrowland and worked our way around. Um, the event didn't start until eight o'clock, but um, you know, things start to kind of clear out when um, you know, with, around the fireworks time and stuff. So uh-huh. we were able to go before the event even started, we were able to go on some big ticket rides that were basically maybe like 10, 20 minute waits. Oh, good. So, yeah. So we did, you know, we did everything we wanted to. I, I, I was so impressed. I think this is the first, um, you know, extra ticket event that we've done at Disney and we've done the, the Halloween party and early morning magic and all that. And this one was absolutely worth the money. It was worth it. And um, because there's just, I mean, we heard somebody say that, and I don't know how true this is, but while we were there that they limit the tickets to these events for 5,000. Okay. And our, our event was not sold out. So, I mean, it was almost eerie how you could walk around some parts, like especially back in frontierland and stuff, and there's nobody else around oh wow, we're not, we're just you and i I mean, we went on Big Thunder Mountain probably four times in a row, we just got off and got back on. I mean, it was just walk on oh wow I mean, so you know if that if if you like rides and you don't you know like all the crowds, i mean this is. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's expensive, but it is an event absolutely worth the money.
0: Well, and I've, I've heard, um, Shannon at WDW prep school, you know, she talks about the costs of things like the after hours events that if you think of the cost as, you know, hours that you get in the park, then yeah, it does seem very expensive. But if you think of it as the number of experiences that you can have while you're there, that yeah. is an incredible value for the money.
1: And and I would try it. I mean, they have it at Animal Kingdom, too. But I, I mean, I'll probably give that a whirl if they're still offering it in the future. But mm-hmm. it, that one hat, doesn't have nearly num- the number of attractions open. Yes. So I wonder how much of a value that is even in terms of experiences, you know. Although I have to admit, walking around any park without the throngs of people is awesome.
0: You yeah, know? that's very I mean, true.
1: You get to kind of just walk around and really notice things that you may not get to when you're kind of being carried along by a large crowd of people, you mm-hmm. know. So yeah. we really enjoyed that. It was so much fun. We got some great pictures We, uh, you know, ate our fill of, uh, you know, Mickey bars and, (laughs) and, um, sodas and water. And I mean, we just, we just had a really great time.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. So we really enjoyed that. In fact, we enjoyed it so much. We'll get to this later, but we did it again before we left. Okay. Um,
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah. So that was a big day. So the next day was the first and that was our rest day.
0: Okay. That, and that was a Saturday,
1: right? Um, let me see. Tuesday. Yes, that is a yeah. Saturday. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So what did you all do on your rest day? Was it truly restful? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess what we mean by rest day is we didn't go to a park.
0: Right.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, but we, you know, of course, swam in the pool because it, it was awesome pool. Um, And I got in and I was surprised to find out that the, uh, you know, most lazy rivers, because they have a lazy river as part of the pool complex at the Beach and Yacht Club. And most lazy rivers are maybe like four feet deep. Uh So I stepped into this one and it is a lot deeper than that. Like I (laughs) merged and I didn't realize how deep it was, but it was kind of cool because I mean, I'm almost, I'm 5'11", I'm almost six feet tall. I could not touch the bottom of it. Oh, wow along. It was it was pretty cool. I've never been in a river like that before. Yeah. Um, But we did pool time. And then uh, we went to beaches and cream for lunch. And um, that was a fun experience. Uh, I mean, we got seated right away. And I guess we really didn't have lunch. We just had ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, that was, you know, each of us got a Sunday and it was kind of fun because they, they have that kitchen sink there that's for four people. Uh-huh. And every time they serve one of those, they have these like lights on the ceiling that go off like, like, like a flashing siren kind of thing. <laughs> and they announce that they're bringing it to a table and setting it down. So it's a fun atmosphere. It was, I'm definitely glad we made time for it and went over there.
0: Now, had you all eaten there before the renovation was done?
1: No, we have never, we've meant to, but we've never made it over there. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, but it was pretty big. I mean, I had seen pictures of what it was previously, and it it was a, I mean, it was a pretty large space. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. Okay. Yeah. What did you all do that evening?
1: Um, well, we went over to um, Disney Springs that evening because okay. we wanted to look in the world of Disney store uh-huh. we that over there in the Lego store, of course. Um, and um, I and we love the polite pig over mm-hmm. there. And so we wanted to make time for it. So we ended up going over there and having that for dinner that night.
0: Okay, how was that?
1: It, it was so good. I that's probably the third time we've eaten there. And it has been, I mean, over a several year period since 2017. And it is remained high quality good food every single time we go awesome so, yeah um and so we just we ate there we looked around some stores we went into amaretts and uh, had a little dessert after that and then uh, we headed back but you know my only complaint about disney springs is it's just so unless i think unless you're staying at one of the port orleans resorts or one of the resorts where you can take a boat there Uhhuh it's, So not convenient to get to and from there. Yeah. even I mean, we decided to Uber, but the place where we got dropped off was actually like across the street. So we had to like walk up over into this overpass. Uh And it was like, I mean, it was like further away than the buses would have dropped us, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So that's my only complaint about Disney Springs is we, you know, we always mean to get over there and do something, but honestly, most of the time we don't because it just is so, it seems so inconvenient. Yeah. So that's uh, but that's what we did that day. So.
0: Okay. Awesome. All right. So then Sunday, the second, what did y'all do that day?
1: Uh, We went to Epcot and we had, um, you know, we Epcot's one of our favorites. And we had been, I thought that we would go there more because we were staying right there. I thought, oh, in the evening we can walk over <laughs> and, you know, look around Epcot World Showcase. If we uh-huh. have some things, free- that never happened. Like, so this was the first day that we actually went over there. Nice. And um, it was, uh, but we did Figment and um, a Spaceship Earth and Frozen. Okay. And that was a lot of fun. And we we had uh, looked at some of the booths for this, um, for the, the, festival, the arts festival, Uh the food booths that they had. We looked at them ahead of time and we found a couple of things that we knew we wanted to try. So we actually, you know, traveled around the world showcase and, and got a couple of things from the food booths that we wanted and they were delicious and really good. Nice. I bought some artwork that they had at at some of the the art booths Uh and, um, I mean, it's just a fun little festival. If nobody, you know, if some of your listeners have never been, it's, it, I mean, it was very crowded. I mean, it was a Sunday, you know, in um, Epcot in the World Showcase, but um, but it still was just really enjoyable. They just have so much there. So awesome. We saw the new, we made it a priority also to see the new Canada movie because that just came out, I think, January 17th. yeah. Um, We went and saw that new 360 Circle Vision Canada movie, and it was really good. And um, uh, we enjoyed that a lot. My children had never seen that before. So they were enthralled by the 360 degree theater. Awesome. Then we, uh, yeah, I mean, that's really about it. We just kind of walked around and enjoyed it. We spent a lot of time back in the World Showcase, which we don't, we haven't really done before, but. You know, we, we checked out some of the other stuff there and had some goodies and just, you know, had a, we had a very nice time. It was lovely weather out too. So awesome. And then we just went back to the hotel after that and swam.
0: (laughs) Nice. More pool time.
1: (laughs) Yes. Okay. And then actually that night we went over to Hollywood studios.
0: Okay. What did y'all do in Hollywood studios that night?
1: Uh, we rode Tower of Terror. I was able to get some good fast passes, actually, which surprised me.
0: Oh, awesome!
1: And um, we got we did Tower of Terror, and then I was also able to get a fast pass for Rock and Roll Coaster.
0: Nice.
1: So we did both of those. Um, we did Star Tours, and we did the Frozen sing along too. So very cool. We rode the Skyliner over there, which was really nice. I'm, I wasn't so sure that I would like the Skyliner because I am a little bit afraid of heights. Uh-huh. I don't like dangling. I don't like the feeling of dangling, uh-huh. but um, I thought it was a great way to get around. Like I wish they had it to go everywhere on property because yeah. it's relaxing and it doesn't, I don't know, it, it feels less stressful than the bus. Yes. So.
0: Yep. I totally agree with that.
1: Yeah. So that was that was nice. We had a we had a fun little evening in Hollywood Studios. So awesome.
0: What did y'all do for dinner that night?
1: Uh we well we had eaten some, you know or, uh, like later in the afternoon we had gotten some food from the food booths and gotcha. World Showcase uh-huh. and then and then we ate some at the uh at the club level too. Okay, so. cool. Very cool. All
0: right. So then Monday the 3rd was your last full day in the parks, I believe. Yes. Okay. What did y'all do that
1: day? Well, this was going to be the day that we attempted the Rise of the Resistance Boarding Group. Okay. But it did not happen. We, we decided, uh, my husband and I talked about it the night before, because honestly, this is the first time I've, I was so tired from all the walking we did every day that mm-hmm. I have having trouble getting out of bed at like 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> you know? So I didn't know if, I if I would be able because they changed the I think we talked about it um, before they you know they they went ahead like the week before and changed the opening time mm-hmm. it was going to be nine or it was going to be eight and then I think it ended up being 7 a.m. so mm-hmm. we would have had to have gotten up at five thirty and walked over there and my husband was just worried that it would kind of ruin our children for the rest of the day <laughs> to do that so. Yeah. And we decided we're going back in June. So we, as much as it hurt because I really wanted to ride that, we we did not end up doing it. Okay. Okay. So we didn't get to the park that morning until about uh, eight fifty-five, and by that time everything was gone anyway. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. So we, uh, but we did go that morning. We ended up still going to Hollywood Studios, and we did uh, to- Star Tours, and. The Muppet 3D, and then we also, oh, no, not Muppet 3D. That was closed. We did Frozen sing along again. Okay. And then uh, we did Toy Story Midway Mania, and my husband beat me so bad that I found another Fast Pass, and we did it again. <laughs> it was really bad. In fact, he had, like, a personal best, so, you know. Oh, that's
0: even worse. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> Thank God it was the last full day, because I would have had to listen to that the entire time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we, um, we just, we ended up just kind of taking it easy and did, you know, it got pretty crowded there though. I mean, it was really packed when we got there and I ended up going bagless because I didn't want to wait in line to go through bag check and that made it much easier to go through. Mm
2: -hmm. But,
1: um, but it was still just, I mean, like there weren't really any other fast passes to be had. Yeah. And so we just ended up taking the Skyliner back over and we talked to some people in our Skyliner actually that had gotten there that morning for a boarding group, and they ended up i think getting a, telling us they got a boarding group in the seventies mm-hmm. and um, but the people next to them got a boarding group in the twenties, so it was just like totally random and um They, they had gone on it and they said it was a great ride. And I said, well, was it worth it? And they said, well, I guess that depends on your definition of
2: worth
1: it. You know, they seemed very tired. Yeah. So, um, but they, uh, but that was interesting. They said that all the boarding groups that morning were gone in like a minute. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, like a fraction of a second ends up making a huge difference in that initial boarding group bonanza. It is it is truly uh, crazy.
1: Yeah. Did you do it? We
0: did. Oh, yes.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. so I,
0: I understand the insanity that 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 whole process entails.
1: Yeah. I just you know, I'm really hoping I, I doubt it because it looks to me like some of the chatter and some of my Facebook Disney groups is that they've, you know, started <clears throat> taking away the the early morning, um, extra magic hours and making them evenings all the way through like August over at Hollywood studios. So I'm not sure that this boarding group fiasco is going to end anytime soon. So,
0: yeah, I think that, I think that this will continue to stay. My hope is that they will add fast pass and then, and then the standby line will continue to operate this way. Um, I mean, it's, I don't know. We'll have to see though, because this is all brand new for them. But hopefully, they're using this to learn lessons for when Tron opens at Magic Kingdom next year.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that's so. gonna be that's gonna be crazy. Yeah. But man, that ride already looks so cool. Like can yeah. just riding on the people mover, yes. you know. <laughs> so neat. But yeah, I'm I'm hoping when we, I mean, we're gonna attempt it. You know. Either way, wouldn't when, when our June trip comes around, because mm-hmm. I, I I have to try this ride. Yeah, but, but I, um but yeah, it just seems like, you know, as a, you know, my kids aren't that young, but they're still young enough that they're impacted by getting up that early. Mm-hmm. And, and I, it just seems like such a family unfriendly way to, to disperse you know, like that's your only opportunity to ride is you've got to get up and get little kids. And I remember when we were in Hollywood Studios that morning, I saw little kids like napping on benches, you know, <laughs> I'm like, oh, they got here early. So. huh.
0: well, and even just, it sucks for families, but it also just sucks. I mean, I heard people walking in you know, half an hour after the park opened, they're still there pretty early. And they're like, we have to figure out how to, we have to figure out where the new Star Wars ride is. And I'm like, mm, you're not gonna ride it. Um, you know, it's like, unless people, you know, the the people like us who are the crazy type A people who want to have spreadsheets and binders and whatever before our trip, like, that's fine. But it shouldn't be a requirement that you have to have a master's degree in Disney planning to be able to ride a ride.
1: Yeah. And really I know this kind of is delving into a deeper discussion of Disney overall but you know I've spent a lot of time thinking about this and and it is kind of sad because you know it they it, it makes it so that you're so invested in your plans that it's difficult to change things on the fly you know and at the end of the day you're on vacation mm-hmm. so you should be able to change things up and enjoy it and you know, still do what you'd like to do, but not have to plan six months in advance for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It's they've created a monster, I think, with this. Yeah, so,
0: I totally agree.
1: Yeah, but we're going out. I think we're we're going to try to go to Disneyland in November. Mm-hmm. So and we've my husband's been out there and I went out there once when I was maybe eight. So I'm kind of like, wait, they don't have they don't have FastPass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole other
1: thing. So we'll see how that goes.
0: Yeah. Okay. What did y'all do the rest of the day?
1: Um, We went back to the hotel. We were so tired. Yeah. (laughs) At the end of the strip. I mean, it took me, I mean, it's, we've not been back a week, but I am still having a hard time kind of getting into the groove to get things done. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm, it just, I don't know what it is about the strip, but it just tired me out. So we, did not do much. <laughs> we went back to the hotel. We had some snacks at club level and chatted with some people at club level and uh, went to the pool again. So we got our use out of the pool for sure. Nice. And um, we just kind of hung out. So we were, we were just kind of like, yeah, you know, was, we were at the place, I think, where we were sad to be leaving the next day, but we were kind of ready to come home. Yeah. So, yeah. Because, you know, the crowds and everything just get kind of exhausting. They really do. So, so yeah, so we just hung out at the resort and chilled and I meant to go back over to Epcot, but it just didn't happen. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So then how did your departure day go?
1: Uh, well, you know, it went great. Um, we did not have um, our flight until uh, 3 p.m., but uh, Magic Express picked us up, I think at like 1130. Okay. So we just kind of hung out in the room until we had to get out and get out of it at 11. We just chilled. We had some breakfast down at the club level, which was very nice. I have to admit, I think overall with club level, I don't know that I would pay for it every single time that we go because it's very expensive. Yeah. But it was it. I think I feel like we got our money's worth from it um, because you really can. I mean, you can have two solid meals there a day if yeah. you can plan to be around when during the times that they have it yeah i mean so and then they have snacks you know all day and this lounge at beach club there's it's not always staffed but it's open 24 hours a day so they always have one door open that even like in the middle of the night you could go in there and get some soda from the fridge or or you know ice cream or something that they have out so nice uh, yeah so but but we uh but yeah, we just that departure day we just hung out in the room and oh, and um we I didn't have it in my notes. I'm sorry. We did actually do on the Monday. I'm going to go backwards. We did uh we ended up doing we decided that we ended up doing the the after hours at at Magic Kingdom again. Okay. So yeah, I'm sorry I didn't have that in my notes, but mm-hmm. I again. So that um, was your
0: last night there that you did that? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. And we ended up, it started at uh, eight, it went from eight to 11. Okay. And we uh, went over there and just, you know, rode some stuff and we actually ended up splitting up. So my youngest daughter went with my husband and we did some stuff and then uh, she they did some rides that they wanted to do. And my other daughter and I Actually went shopping on main street the Emporium was open, so we went and bought some stuff that we wanted at the end of the trip and uh took some great pictures and just had a really it was a really nice way to kind of end things awesome. so but we didn't get over there that time until it opened i mean until it actually started at about eight o'clock, which I think may have been a mistake because so many people are exiting the park uh, at that okay. but um so I would recommend getting there a little bit earlier, but this time you know we, we weren't as hyper about getting over there. So Mm -hmm. we were there at at the beginning of the event when everyone else was leaving. So. Gotcha. But yeah, so we ended up doing that again. So that was lovely. Sorry, I totally forgot to write that down.
0: (laughs) That's okay. Awesome. All right. So then that last day, so you were able to catch Magical Express and head to the airport all right?
1: Yeah. And we had no problems getting on, getting through, getting on our flight. It wasn't busy. I think, um, it maybe took us like 20 minutes to get through security. It was not bad at all. So, and our flight left on time and we made it home. to nice. cool, Indiana.
0: So. <laughs> okay, awesome. Yeah, well, Let's talk a little bit about um, some of the bigger picture things about your stay. So uh, Beach Club as a whole, what was your overall impression of that resort?
1: Well, I have to tell you, we stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge over Thanksgiving. And while it is a beautiful resort, I, it was one of those things where I was just kind of like, eh, but we didn't have a Savannah view room either. Okay. Um, and we've at a couple of other, um, deluxe resorts that I thought that I would love like the Polynesian, but I really didn't. And I have to tell you, I loved beach club. Awesome. Yeah. It, it just has a great vibe. The staff are super friendly. And the rooms are beautiful. I mean, they've not been redone recently like Yacht Club, They, but they still don't look tired or or worn out or anything like that. They're, the rooms are lovely. I mean, we really enjoyed our room there.
0: Awesome. So okay.
1: it, it's big. It was a nice roomy room for four people. So Very cool. Yeah. Okay,
0: great. Did you learn anything this trip that will make you do something differently on your next trip?
1: You know... I really can't think of anything because I've gone so much. (laughs) I almost feel like I've maybe learned all of the lessons already, you know? So I just, I've abandoned the idea of rope drop. I mean, I feel like it just had gotten so busy. It's just been so busy the last few times we've gone that I didn't really find there was any real touring advantage aside from the Be Our Guest breakfast. Mm Mm-hmm to getting there early at rope drop because I mean, the lines were long at like, you know, after the park had been open for 45 minutes, mm-hmm. so, you know, and especially too, I think at Hollywood studios, I wouldn't try to get there at rope drop unless you were going to do the, the, the rise of the resistance boarding group. Gotcha. Okay. So.
0: Okay. So based on this trip, what one tip would you give a first timer?
1: I would say do not invest yourself too heavily in crowd calendars. Mm. I think that, you know, because our days were way more packed than any of the crowd calendars I think suggested. um, I think that's kind of going to be the, you know, how Disney is going forward for the foreseeable future. It's just always busy. So I think crowd calendars are a good tool to kind of, you know, plan your days Um, but I, I don't think I see in so many of the Disney groups I'm in people, you know, really agonizing over which park, what day. And I think at the end of the day, if you have a solid plan and you've got your fast passes and you know what you're going to do, that beats out the crowd level at a park any day because you can go to a crowd where it's, you know, level 10, But you can still get everything, most things done that you want and have a great time. Yeah. So don't stress out out over crowd calendars too much would be my advice. Yeah,
0: I totally agree with that.
1: Yeah.
0: Awesome. Okay. So I know you talked about this a little bit already, but do you have a return trip in mind for the future?
1: Uh, Yes, we actually booked a bounce back, um, which is a nice thing that if you don't know, if your listeners don't know about when you're uh staying at a Disney resort hotel, you there are flyers in the rooms, but they're not always there. But they have a couple different bounce backs that they offer depending on the time of year you go. The one right now, and I think through August if you're going, is a room discount, a room only discount, which mm-hmm. is generally better than the than the, you know, discount offered to the general public. So yeah. I was able to book um uh, Coronado Springs, just a standard room at Coronado Springs for the equivalent of, I think like $170 a night uh-huh. in June. So I'm calling that a win because that's yeah. left to get Pop Century for. Yeah,
0: That's so, awesome.
1: So we're going for seven nights in, uh, June, in the beginning of June. And it's going to be our last trip with our annual passes. Oh, so,
0: that's very yeah.
1: sad. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually also talked to my sister into going with me in April to go check out the flower and garden festival so she and I are going to that
0: oh fun
1: yeah so
0: girls awesome yeah (laughs) very
1: cool so I hope I don't freak her out but
0: (laughs) awesome all right well it was so great to hear about your trip I'm glad you guys had such a good time overall
1: yeah we had a great time I'm so glad to get to share it with everyone
0: Awesome. Well, you have a great day and enjoy planning your next trip that you've got coming up.
1: I will. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) All right. bye. Bye. Big thanks to Sarah for coming on the show this week. Now, at the end, she did mention that they were going back in April and June. Obviously, those trips were canceled, but they are hoping to go back in July, depending on how the reopening goes. All right. That is it for this week. Be sure to check out the show notes to see links to some of the things that we talked about. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at mouseandbackpod. Please rate this podcast or leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the show, but most importantly, have an awesome week. Bye, everybody.